What's up, everybody, and welcome to our second House of Havoc UFC episode covering UFC 260 today. First and foremost, we're just going to get ahead of this right away. No Brian, no Nick Castiglione, no Anthony Alessino. All three of them couldn't be here today, and there's a reason for that. The bumps. Oh, no. You know, now. No, I'm being <laughs> ingenuine. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm being completely genuine right now. And we weren't going to say it on the air, but I just made a decision. We're going to fucking say it. They all got the COVID vaccine. And I can't have that. They got the show. COVID vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I can't have that simple-minded thinking on my show. No, so they're no. all so, out. So I mean, it might affect your babies. You're about to be completely out of producers then, babe. So I'm how, how, obviously how are you kidding. Silly, silly goose. The no, way it affects your personal things. The way it affects your fertility in the future has nothing to do with our show. So. I think we'll be fine if you get the vaccine. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Doctors are lying and it affects fertility. And Bill Gates is going to chip fertility. us all. I don't really care. All right. I, <laughs> doctors. All right. Just make it Let a little funny. Let nature take its course. It's fine with me. So when we were last year, I have Gage Zangi to my right, by the way, in lieu of an Alicino or a Castiglione. It's me, Gage, and I'm out today. Big 259. Man. Yeah. Wild card. Yeah. The Aljamain knockout. Yeah. Now, we all, we're all we all big Aljo fans here. Huge. Strong Island. Yeah. Local guy. Good fighter. Fun. Uh-huh. Wasn't very fun or exciting at all a couple of weeks ago. Definitely yes. was losing that fight. Yes. Purion, you're the UFC champion. How many UFC fights does Purion have? Do oh, we know? No, we don't know. 10 plus, something like that? Yeah, I mean, he's a killer for sure. I mean, he was dominating that The point is, you're the UFC champion. You've been at this a couple of years now. You know when you can and when you can't knee someone's face off. In the fucking dome. And when they got both knees on the ground, you're not allowed to knee them between the eyes with the force of Thanos. It's it's not allowed to happen. He held his head too, right? He was like, here's my target. And then just boom. I don't and remember if he held his yeah, head yeah, before no, he, he did it. I, I'm pretty sure it was something like that. He definitely had like he had a hand he there. Definitely had one hand, hand in the yeah. something. Like it was it it was it was kind of like watching like a Marvel fight or Yo, something. Yo, it was. It was yeah. like watching a fucking fatality. It yeah, was crazy. It was we nobody knew what happened. Like no one knew what how to react or what yeah. was going on when it happened. The there's a couple of TikToks. Shout out to TikTok. Um <laughs> Of our live reactions, and it's just first. The first thing is Alessino going, "You can't do that." <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. yeah. like, "You can't fucking do that." Yeah. But we all had money on him, and he technically won the fight, so we all won our bets. So hey, how are you? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, we'll see that fight again, <laughs> and I hope Aljo's ready for the rematch because if he's not, you know what's interesting about Aljo? It, what I don't know what he said since, but he was. I remember. After, like even a day after the fight, I mean, I'm sure you're pretty concussed. To be honest, they should have fucking taken his phone away that night. I don't know who allowed him to go on Twitter. Like, I didn't even see him on Twitter. He was on Twitter that night defending himself. And it's like, you were concussed, my guy. You need to stop. You have Donald Trump syndrome right now. Just fucking put the phone down. Gather your thoughts. Let people talk about tomorrow. Well, and, and then base a new conclusion off that. I guess technically it's like a dicey spot because he won the fight and he is the champ. And you got to get words from the champ. Oh, you are so useful right now. Look at this. This uh, is him on the yeah, ground. Yeah, this is afterwards. But still, like, how tough do you have to... Dude, how many times do you see a hit like that? And then 
Like and hits, people get knocked out for shit like I that. I don't want to say that it's this on, man flopped. I don't want to say back. that it's on the back of anybody's mind in that situation. I've never been in an octagon. I'm not going to say speculate on what anybody's thinking inside the ring. What do you but mean? But you're getting like one of those. Oh, one of him those, right there. One, no, no, yeah. no. The, the whole course of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. One of those refs had the fight close, and I really don't think Aljo could have maybe won the first round. After that, it was three to one at least. Yeah, four to one. It was a smoking. Yeah. You're losing the fight, and I, I don't. This is what I say. I don't want to speculate on, but like in the back of your head, at least a little bit. Like if you don't get up, you're the champ. Well, okay. So and now I'm not calling him out. Yeah. A lot of people called out his manhood and said that he took a dive and sure. the Oscar, this and that. I think that that's uh fucking. I think that's clout chasing to call him out for the most part. I mean, maybe you here it is right think here. He did that. I don't know. It's a. Yeah. He's got his head on the top of it. He's got both of his hands on top yeah. of his head. And then he comes up. I, don't, I couldn't remember if okay. he let go or not. Yo, here's the thing. Can he see what Aljamain's right foot is doing? Like Aljamain's head is in the way. Oh, yeah, he had both hands on him. Uh, here's clock. the thing. It doesn't matter. The ref told him he's down. Don't do it. Oh, did he? Yeah. And Khabib said after the fight to Joe Rogan, because Khabib was there for what's his name? His buddy. Who fought oh yeah, 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 the guy, the fucking animal. If I just yeah, like I him. forget the other, you know, one of those other Russian guys. Um, Khabib was in the corner for that guy's fight. That's why he was down there. Khabib yeah. said that Purion looked up at his ring because he doesn't speak English, and said, "Do I kick him now?" And they said, "Yeah, kick him." His so corner said that. This is what Khabib said. Ooh. So if that's true, that's bad coaching. Mm. Obviously, the worst. And, and you deserve <laughs> to lose the fight. And you deserve to lose the belt. Here's the thing. Even if it is true, we just covered this. You're the UFC bantamweight champion. You don't not know the rules. It's not your first step inside the cage. Yeah. You've been at this a while. You under, We all know that when somebody has two knees down, there's no kick. There's no leg strikes at all. Yeah, no yeah. kicking. No, yeah, yeah. no kneeing. No anything. Because you can fucking kill somebody. Yeah. Now, if you're... And Yawn. here's the other thing. If, if there weren't title implications, that conversation is 30 seconds long. Like, it was a very long, drawn-out thing when it happened. Yeah. Because we need to figure out what's going on with the belt. Yeah. No title on the line. That's no. it. Fight's Call the over. the doctor. Fight's over. Fight's over. They don't even talk about it. What's up, Chief? Both his knees weren't down. Uh, one knee, one. one foot. Or a hand. One knee and one hand. Yeah. So that's my yeah. thing. Now, he can't, like, maybe he can't see Aldermaine's knee. Maybe he really doesn't know. Maybe he really decides to rely on his corner there and ask, if you're Jan, do you fire your team? Do you only need one knee down, or is it one knee and one hand? He had the hand down regardless, but I'm not positive. It might just be one. Because they used yeah, to be, be like the hand because they would just put their well, hand down be, against yeah, the corner. Because even if you're standing up, you could get one hand on the ground, and that yeah. would count. Right. Yeah. Which, um, no, I don't think you fire your whole team if you're pure Jan. I don't know what you do. I mean, you'd probably – if that's true – and he wants to play the angle where it's 100%. They told me to do it, so I did it. There's got to be one guy that did it and or a fall guy, and yeah. one guy might have to go. But I don't think you fire your whole team over this. I mean, you got to yeah. look at the mirror, dude. Yeah. You got to yeah. look in the mirror. You Nobody threw the knee but you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get the rematch. That's, I mean, not many things are certain in life. One of them is that that fight's going to be happening in this calendar yeah. year. So we'll see what happens. Now, here's the thing. Because fighters, I mean, this is your career. So you got to be talking throughout your career about like, okay, are there certain scenarios where I do a thing to get an upper hand and I just take the point? 
I mean, Derek Lewis was just talking about this on Rogan. He was like, yeah, I need this one dude in the nuts because I was like, I needed to take a breath and I figured I'll just take the point and I'll get my breath yeah, back. Yeah, you, you see it with boxers so a lot with the hugging. Is that the same scenario where maybe he's talking to his team and he's like, should we just take the point? And then it just turned out to be a fucking mess. I don't think so because it's not – the ruling on that rule isn't a point. It's I a know, disqualification. It's a total DQ. Yeah, because you – well, be, the thing is – But you no, need the fighter to quit. More, well, yeah, because any no matter what, you could always yeah. give the fighter the option. But again, that's the – like I think the reason it took so long but to begin with – he didn't need with, that upper hand anyway, so I don't even know why that would be That's what option. I'm saying. He's winning the fight. He's dominating the fight. Yeah. And Aljo was running out of gas – he he was throwing all of his home run shots in the second round. So yeah. he's like when you're playing UFC four and your energy bar is all the way down. Yeah. That's where he was at. So it was a matter of time before he got knocked out, in my opinion. Now afterwards, he was defending his position in the fight. He and thought it was like, closer. I you know, it like, was a close but why fight. Why does he think it was closer? On paper, it was a close fight, especially earlier. But what the lose like he shot, I think, 12 times and got stuffed 12 times, right? Yeah. Or shot 14 times and got stuffed Never 13 yeah. times. You don't necessarily see that kind of stuff on the scorecard that, like, it's not going to affect you that you shot there 14 times and only got him down once. You're yeah. not going to lose points for that. But when you're watching the fight, it makes you feel like this fight, like, it's not even close. There might have been a couple of rounds where they were hanging out on the ground a lot because he shot, okay. it didn't work, and then Perion got him down. So, I mean, when you looked at the striking numbers, the striking numbers were closer. Aljo came out fast and hot early yeah. up until, like, the first minute into the second round. Then it got really bad really fast. So, who's in this corner? Is it, um, what's his name? The Long Island coach with Weidman and all those guys. I don't know who the coach uh, would be. Anyway, like, are they not telling him that he was losing that fight? Like, is there really a world where anybody thinks that he would have won that fight? Well, I mean, it's fighting right in any situation. One, one punch, one good strike will put someone down. Course, yeah. What's but, up? Who's Corey? Oh, Aljamain Sterling. One good punch could put anyone down. So as long as it's time on the clock, you're in the fight. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I mean, I don't know. Can you tell somebody? I mean, you hear it all the time going into the third or going into the fourth. Like, you really should look for a finish because you're probably not winning. Yeah. They, you do hear them say that. I don't know if you're going to flat out tell the guy. You mean after he was down? I mean after the fight ended and before he gave his – before he hopped on Instagram oh, I'm the next sure, day. Like nobody had a conversation with him. I'm sure that maybe not before he went on Twitter. But no, I'm this sure. was the next day he went on Instagram and started posting videos defending himself. himself. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, you are the champ. I get that. But you, what do you like, want the guy to do? Come out and say I got scrapped. I don't. I mean, he dropped the belt on the ground when they gave it to him. No, I know, and I thought that was genuine. And I was know? sitting next to somebody else who was like, "Oh my god, Alicino best actor in the, the world." Alessino said he's like, "You think that belt's not going to be on his mantle in two days?" Oh, it totally is. Yeah. But like in the moment, it's so bittersweet. I get it's it. It's like I don't. I want this thing, but I don't want to. I want to get it the right way, the way with the glory. And so yeah, and I believe that, and that's why. He's obviously going to take the fight. I mean, I don't think he's one of the fighters that has the ability to not take a fight. So it's not like he can yeah. duck him if he wanted to. But he's not going to duck him. We're going to see the fight, I would guess, by the end of the summer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's that. That's all I really have to say on it. Uh, I hope he does some work on his wrestling. Yeah. But you don't – I don't know. Just the way that 
he went about it afterwards. It was like to acknowledge, like to find a good way to acknowledge that you were losing that fight and that something wild happened and now you're the champ and now you want to get back in there and really earn earn it. But instead to just go, no, nah, it was close. I could have won that. And Peter pulled a dirty move. He's a bad guy. Fuck that guy. Like I get all the fuck that guy stuff. Sure. He fucking need you in the head while you were down. That's not cool. But and he attempted to murder you on, on pay-per-view television. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see it as like the right approach. It wasn't, it didn't seem, it seemed a bit, a bit dishonest to me, but it probably I mean, was. But I mean, like, like you said, you really want this guy to go out there and be like, I got, I, I'm not the champion. I got my, the shit beat out of me for three and a half rounds at least. And everything I thought I was going to do didn't work. You want him to come out there and say that? No, you know? just something in the middle of those two, though. I mean, by being dishonest and saying what he said, he opened the floodgates for people to start attacking him, talk shit to him, which, right. you know, could make for great pay-per-view buys in the future. Maybe he was planning for that. That's why it's great that that this is fighting that we're talking about, yeah. you know, and it's not, I don't know, anything else, yeah. any sort of other competition, because in combat sports, uh, you say what you want. At the end of the day, you got to go through that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah. So they're gonna fight. It's not like they're just gonna. We're gonna talk. It's not something we're gonna have to be talking about for longer than twelve months. I think. No. Because the fight's gonna happen, and I think there'll be a definitive finish one way or the other. Yeah. Maybe if he wins, you get the third fight. But who knows? If it's close, you'll get a third fight. I think if it's close, anyway. I think anyway. I think if it's, if it's a split, if it's a flatlining inside of two rounds, either way, the oh. loser the loser needs to fuck off and go get some wins. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's sure. time Cody's wait. Cody's probably still going to go on a run. TJ is going to be going on a run. Yeah. TJ just got Sandhagen. Going to be a sick fight. Oh, dope. So, so moving on, uh, the Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson, Amanda Nunez fight. This was a fight that we were talking about. The over-under was a round and a half, and we were like, under. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you know, like. I, what was she? Plus 1,200 for Megan? Like, most. I got Megan. weren't even taken. I it. got Megan at plus eleven fifty, I think, or yeah. plus nine fifty, something like that. And I William her, Hill shut down the bet. They were like, I took nope. it because why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not just throw a couple of bucks on it? Yeah, or whatever. And boy, like Brian said, Megan's gonna need to look for her wallet after this because <laughs> it's a fucking mugging, dude. Yeah, that was incredible. So Amanda's Amanda Nunez is the greatest. Uh, the problem we're having here is she's running out of, of people to fight. I know. I sucks. think she should just start fighting men ten pounds heavier than her. Wait, you don't think men at one thirty five would be enough? You think she needs to go up a weight class? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> fine, start with her fighting men at her own weight class. I don't even care. Yeah, like but, an unranked yeah. guy. See where that goes. Yeah. Dude, I don't like she's a fucking animal. I mean, I'd love to see it. I'd I'd pay to see it. Either that. that or we just start creating fighters in a fucking laboratory to fight this woman. Yeah. Like the like the Star Wars clones and speed up the process on getting them ready. Yeah. Dude. Although there's some it's, go ahead, Emily. It's it sounds like the beginning of X Men. Is that why they started making them no, to put I, people I, in the UFC? I, I couldn't really tell you, but that that's a great, great origin story. Ah, uh, Russia yeah. creates mutants that's to fight it. in the ultimate yeah. fighting championship. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, yeah. apparently, there's another girl. I think she's fighting either at one or Bellator or possibly World Series of Fighting. Oh, one of those three. One? I think she's Brazilian. I don't want to speak out of pocket, but I think she's definitely a BJJ fighter. I think yeah. she was a Brazilian girl, and they're saying she's putting people to sleep left and right, and she might be the next one for Nunez. But she's not even very green. Yeah, very young, very green. Also needs to make so, a jump. 
it's before Amanda decides that her daughter is more important. Which you think might it's coming? It's coming Maybe. soon. I mean, she might have a. I mean, she loves to fight, and her and Dana have a great relationship, and she likes to make money. Um, I mean, Khabib I mean, she, was she Khabib never, would still be fighting. If she's it wasn't never for his been dad. hurt yet. Yeah, that too. It's like Nunez you're so fucking never been hurt Because like the thing, like Connor, they said the big difference with Connor was it's hard. Like he's got two kids now and this and that, and he's got all this money. Connor's also been roughed up. Bro. Yeah. Connor's been Connor's lost. Connor's been humiliated in some fights. He got fucking slept. He 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 made two great memes in 2020. The Dustin Poirier knockout and the Maybe it wasn't 2020 when he fought Khabib. No, that was uh, a while ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 Cowboy. There was a meme for Cowboy, but he was on the other side of that yeah, one. Yeah, he was on the other side of that one. Which so, was a great fight for Connor. You think every, like, that was really like the turning point because it was like, oh, Connor's got ring rust. He don't got it no more. And then he fucking shoves shoulders into Cowboy. And then you're like, oh, he's, he's being creative. He's getting in there. He's throwing these dominant shots. Nobody sees coming. And then he fights Dustin and gets dusted. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of things to get into. We could do a whole other podcast on yeah. that. There's the the development of the calf kick, the lead calf the kick. The development of Dustin Poirier, fucking animal. Yeah, <laughs> Dustin Poirier is the man, but just like specifically the development of that lead leg kick in the last five years where Connor yeah. hasn't really been active, combined with... Don't look. <laughs> combined with the... Uh, since he went away to boxing, his stance... And I'll argue anybody who wants to argue me on this. His stance changed. He He fought a certain way. Went away. Connor? Fought, yeah. He's always on the balls of his heat, feet, back, ready to throw well, he that was, No, he was. But he, yeah, but he was he always was, strong on the front foot. But he was, he, he was upright and back and bouncy. And then he yeah. went away. And, oh, and then it was and a trained more. And fought. Dude, all his weight's on that right, on that, on that right leg because he's a lefty. Mm. All that weight's on his right leg. And he's coming at you forward. And he said, oh, the first one, I was like, oh, that was new. Second one, I was like, all right, I should start checking that. Third or fourth one, he was all work. He said, oh, I'm gonna have a problem here. Fast. You know what's crazy? It's not his first time losing to a calf kick, though. It will. Like Nate, the first fight with Nate, it was he's getting kicked in the fucking leg because his leg was heavy. Gotta check it. You can't not. No, check I know, but kick. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's not yet. like a, it's not that new of a. I mean, that trust. I mean, that that has changed the fighting well, game. The fear, the, the fear of it. Not everybody's throwing it. And yeah, it's like a, it's like the the foot striking equivalent of a jab. Yeah, especially with Dustin, he whips that thing like a jab. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Nunez, you hope somebody. Uh-huh. We thought we talked about it on the two, the two fifty nine show. Megan's a legit one hundred and forty five pound Victor Fight Club Big girl. Yeah. 170 pounds. She probably walks long. in. That. Long. She, I compared her to Crow Cop with those leg kicks. Does she throws head kicks yeah, like Miracle Crow Cop? But Amanda's just better than everybody. Yo, it's just crazy how she could just close the distance, get inside, and just start pommeling you and just find those angles and find those shots. It, it to just hurt you. <laughs> we we we, <laughs> were, we joke about it. We say, Everyone else is here to fight. Amanda's here for a day at the office, dude. It's just work. Yeah. No different than filing paperwork. So the main event of this fight of this card, we had. Why am I drawing a blank on what the main event was? At two fifty, Izzy, right? Izzy. Wasn't and, there another big fight? Those were the three big ones. I forgot who fought on the undercards. It no, was, um, the three big ones were the Aljamain Sterling fight, the Megan Amanda fight. Can you look and, up the rest of the card for UFC two fifty nine? You had. Um, I forget the. There was two other cards, fights on the main card. But yeah, I just want to see because I remember enjoying that whole night. Because there was three title fights. Yeah, I forget the guys. Oh, there was the Khabib. 
the guy who trains with Khabib. Yeah, I don't we know if that was his name. Card. But real quick, because uh, we have we've been at this a while now. We haven't even gotten to two sixty. Kind of how a lot of people thought it was going to go, regardless of regardless of the odds of it. Okay, hold on, Aljamain. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Drew Dober. Oh, Islam. That's the kid. Tiago Santos and Alexander Rakic, which yeah. was a war. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Which Tiago wound up losing in the third round, even though it looked like he had it. Jake, put that the fuck down. <laughs> so. Yeah. Kind of how we thought it would go, right? Like Jan once, once, and Izzy put on almost no weight. Came into the fight weighing yeah, just walking weight. Came into the fight weighing two hundred pounds. Yeah. Um. Once he got a hold of him, he was just kind of able to hold on to him and yeah. control him, and and he felt Jan's power. Credit to Izzy, it wasn't just that these two guys dragging each other around yeah. for five rounds. He felt Jan's power. Jan, I don't know if Jan felt his power, but I think Jan definitely felt Izzy's precision. So and I picked his creativity. I put a pick on Jan at submission, by submission. I didn't even. I took because I was like, if there's any way he's gonna win, it's gonna be his jujitsu, getting him on the ground, doing the thing. I took Izzy but KO. He was much more patient with it. Izzy KO. Yeah. Yeah. See that fight didn't go the way I thought. The the fight didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. But in my head, okay. this is kind of how we thought it was gonna go. And he's right. He'll go back down to 185. Did you think it was gonna go that way? I think Izzy. I always Would Jan think, be patient on the ground and winning by a decision like I that. I thought. That yeah, that was probably the most realistic way that it was gonna go because you well get, after it happened, I was like, a, oh fucking of course you get a kickboxer who's lanky and you know long and lanky and skinny and not even putting on the weight and going up a weight class and not even fighting like a top five guy, just going right to the champ. And yeah, Izzy's great at one eighty five, but it's different. 20, I saw twenty pounds is a big deal, dude. I saw Izzy piece him up from the distance. And now you say Izzy Izzy weighed in at two hundred pounds and then walked in there at two hundred pounds. Jan weighed in at two hundred five and probably walked in like at two twenty five. Yeah. So, but I mean, still, I I don't know. I just thought I thought Izzy would have the the awareness and the striking to just pull that off. I thought he would What's too. Size the, the other, they they're in the apex, uh, which is another. I if that would, yeah, because the apex is 45% smaller. Yeah. So, what is it? 25 foot to not to 15 foot? No, no I, don't, I don't know the exact numbers. I think it's like something just short of 30 foot down to like 21 feet or something like yeah. that. So it's you, it but usually you'd small. think that would benefit strikers, but Izzy's not a go get it striker. He's a counter striker. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I mean, I think he should go back down to 185. I don't think he should fight John. I think John will do way worse to him than Jan <laughs> did. Would do worse, yeah. Jan would. John might rip your arms off and beat you with them like a Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> so, anything else on 259? No, no. I all think right. we kind of covered that all. Although Take we it. do have more Apex talk to come for the new car. Oh, for sure. We're going to take a quick break. What's up, guys? This is Jimmy from Parlay Vu here with a special announcement for you. Hey guys, this is Jimmy, and you're listening to the Rewind, presented by House of Hats Podcast Network. Your scientists are so preoccupied with whether or not they could be just a Never tell me the odds. The Rewind. The Rewind. That's right. House of Havoc presents The Rewind, a new podcast brought to you by me, Miss Emily Short, and Gage Zangi. We're going to be breaking down some of our favorite movies, the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
and having some fun while we do it. So that's going to be coming soon. Just wanted to let you guys know about that. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. And now we're going to start talking about UFC 260, which is this Saturday on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. so fast. They're doing a good job. They are blowing week. fights out. Even like fight weeks. Every two weeks. Even yeah. fight nights are just fucking there's Bronson awesome. versus Kevin Holland was last week, and then you got UFC 260, oh and then God. there's a fight night on April 10th. The Kelvin Darren Till versus Marvin Vittori <laughs> on April 10th. So anyway, Wait, can we talk about the last two weeks real quick? Because we got a <laughs> fucking beast of an eye poke, and <laughs> we got the eye poke to end all eye pokes, and then we had Kevin Holland, which was just weird. weird which fight was the eye poke? Ooh, was it the Gilbert Burns and Bilal Muhammad? Wait, was it Bilal Muhammad? No, it was Bilal Muhammad who got poked. Who poked him? I think it was Gilby. Leon Edwards. Oh. Yeah. Right. That yeah, was two yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. me confused. I was looking at the wrong one. Yeah, that was Leon Edwards. I didn't watch either of the fight nights, so I don't have like too much on it. But Oh, you didn't watch him? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I thought man was blind. I saw the picture. Uh, thank you. So yeah, I saw the picture and I but then I heard Leon Edwards talking about it and he said that he didn't even he said he thinks it was a knuckle that grazed him because he and the picture looked bad. He's like, because I didn't even feel it. It was bleeding from his I eye. know, I know, but I'm telling you <laughs> what crying. Leon he said, said. I can't see. I'm telling you what <laughs> Leon said, dude. He was defending himself. <laughs> That's another thing too. Can we stop? I'm so sick of having to hear refs say, close your hands, dude. <laughs> Tape them shut. Close your hands. Make gloves that stay like that. No, that would be bad. Because it happens way too often. Yeah. The eye pokes. Because everyone does the John Jones thing where you keep where you throw the open hand now. Yeah, because it blocks more. Yeah. I mean, it's a good tactic. Just don't poke people in the eyes. Yeah. So the UFC 260 uh, preliminary card. I don't. Nothing's really jumping out at me here. Ooh, what do we? Um, there is somebody who I assume is related to Khabib because his last name is Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov, Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming he's related to Khabib. If I know anything about these Russians lately in UFC, it's to bet on them. Is that they're all related to Khabib? Well, they have the same last name, so how could they not be? All right. Are you Hmm. looking at the pre-card? Do you want me to? Yeah, no, I got there just now. Um, Yeah, no, I don't know any of these fighters. Although. I but we faith. did. Here's the problem: we had a total of three cards removed from two, from the card so far for COVID. Jessica Pena was supposed to fight. Uh, the name, the girl's name is skipping me now. But the the girl Jessica Pena was supposed to fight. She tested positive for COVID. Pulled that fight. There's another undercard fight that they pulled, or they didn't pull it. One one of the fighters got pulled for COVID, and they replaced him with somebody else at the last minute. And then, of course, the Colmate event. Volkanovsky actually tested positive for COVID, so I looked this up. He said, tested final test before he left Australia, negative. Final test before entering the UFC bubble, negative. First test in the UFC bubble, positive. Oh, so they got a fuck. So they obviously have some sort of problem going on at their bubble camp. Yeah, damn. That's three fights. I mean, the last time we had three fights pulled from a card was probably when Connor showed up. That means it could get worse between now and then. Possible. It certainly is possible. So I think that's part of the reason because Jessica Pena is definitely a name that you know, right? Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, so there were some fights that we lost here, but. So on the prelims, there are two light heavyweight fights, and I think they're worth watching. Just to know where that division's going. 
because right now it's not really looking too exciting. Yeah, that's true. There's room. There's room for somebody to come uh, grab the brass ring yeah. in light heavyweight. This one guy's only got five fights. Fabio Chiron. Yeah. Which is interesting that he's headlining the prelims. Maybe he's a monster. He I don't know be. anything about hey, any of these prelims judging. guys. Not I judging. mean, even going into the main card, the first two, we got 26. Jamie Malarkey versus Kama Worthy and Jillian Robertson or Gillian Robertson. It's a G, so I don't know if it's a hard or a soft one. Versus Miranda Maverick. First two fights, again, I got nothing on these guys, unfortunately. No, that first one's a load of Malarkey, though. <laughs> fortunately, though, <laughs> we have three very good main main card fights. Would have been at least four had we had the Volkanovski fight. Again, the Ortega fight with him, they're going to reschedule that. Yeah. So we'll see that down the line. I think Volkanovski takes that. But. Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sean O'Malley versus... Thomas Almeida. Okay. Okay, so I guess the question here is, is the Sugar train back? Much like I will always bet on Izzy, I will always bet on Sugar Sean. I think a lot of it has to do with my love for professional wrestling because mm-hmm. this guy is a professional wrestler and in, that's involved in MMA. Yeah. Much like Connor. You know, not a lot of these guys are like it because even Connor got clowned a little bit at the end for doing it. But it sell. It puts you talk it, about the cutting promos, type the of cutting thing? promos, yeah. the the swagger, the fucking star tattoo on my face because I'm gonna be a star. Yeah, and well, everything about the dyeing his hair, the color of the cornrows, the rainbow cornrows, not even the rainbow, the, the Takashi cornrows. The following fight when he fought Marlon Vera, it was the color of the flag of Vera's country. I forgot where what. Oh my con- God. Yeah, the blue, yellow, and red. Columbia, really? maybe? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he died at the flag of, of Vera's country. All right. So we were talking about the apex and how it benefits strikers. These two guys, Sean O'Malley, 12 wins, yeah, nine finishes. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think I think it's seven knockouts and two submissions yeah. or something like that. Thomas Almeida, 22 wins, 21 finishes, 17 cool. knockouts, three submissions, uh, four submissions, one decision. This is going to be a good fucking fight. This is going to be a kickboxing stand and bang like you're playing fucking yeah. video games. And as long as Sean doesn't get game. hurt. Yeah, well, I mean, even if he gets hurt, it's going to be stand and banged. It's not going to be because he got choked out and tore a labrum in, in an arm bar, dude. Yeah. Oh, there's a... Oh, he's showing the fucking... His first uh, main card fight kick. Oh, yeah. And then when he dropped Eddie Wineland. I mean, he's the kind of guy, when he went into that Eddie Wineland fight, he said... I'm just looking for a viral knockout. He's like, I'm yeah. not worried about the win. He's yeah. like, I'm not even worried about knocking him out. I want it to go viral. Look at his, his timing is so awkward too. Like he steps in and then does this like stutter step. Well, so he switches southpaw or orthodox. Like he's it's like, like he's playing clean. a song in his head that he's making up. And he's he switches it. from southpaw to orthodox more comfortably than almost anybody. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean, like and, him and John. He could put you down with the right. He could put you down with the left. Like just, oh man, the way he was stepping into both those hunt. He threw two crosses right like be- back to back. It right was like be- a two-two. Right before he knocked out Eddie, he threw a spinning heel cook heel kick that Eddie ducked. And had he connected with it, I don't think Eddie Wineland would ever fight again. Oh, yeah. it was. If you remember that Eddie Wineland fight, it was something else, man. And That's then eventually, right. eventually, he just got frustrated and dropped. Was it to the, the head? overhand right? It would have been to the head yeah, if he hit it. 
as he went into the spin to throw the kick, Eddie shot. So he kind of really, you know, he almost they kind of sprawled around on the ground a little bit. Nobody uh, really got hit with the kick. Yeah, yeah. But then it was shortly after that that he just dinged him with an overhand right and put him down. Oh wow! Walk off knockout. That's phenomenal. So Thomas Almeida is obviously a killer too. But yeah, I feel I mean, like I don't remember his fights. He, I can't even remember who he fought recently, but he's been around a while. I mean, uh-huh. twenty. Six professional fights. Yeah, that's insane. It's so how be, does he it's, not get like a top guy and all that? And now it's like he gets Sugar Sean, who kind of is his like top guy. We fought Rob Font. We lost to. We lost to Jimmy Rivera. Oh yeah, did he? Yeah, I lost to Jimmy Rivera. I lost to Cody. Okay, so. He's kind of he seems like a gatekeeper to like the top ten. He kind of is. He kind of has been. You okay. know the the losses sprinkled in there, right? Yeah. The losses were he never really went on a losing run, right? Yeah, they're kind of sprinkled in. Yeah, he's plus two twenty five. Uh-huh. Sean's minus three fifteen. Seems like they both got something to lose here. Here's the one thing that I would lock. This is my lock. Yeah. Of um of this fight, over under one and a half rounds. Mash that under. Mash that under. Oh yeah. Mash it. We were just. I'm talk- going over. I think we, it's gonna be a war. We were just talking about how the apex is is forty percent smaller. Yeah. And that benefits strikers. That benefits aggressive strikers. And those are these two kind of guys. It's gonna be a kickboxing showcase. I wouldn't expect either one of them to try to wrestle, or jujitsu. Get the fuck out of here. Does Sean is Sean as confident as he was, or does he come to this a little scared now? Because he kind of tested his own morality last time. A guy like that kind of has to be. Has I to mean, be any of these guys kind of have to go in there. Yeah, they're us. all professional fighters, but you saw the most badass fucking man on the planet, Francis Ngannou, get scared after losing to Stipe. And it's not like he got fucked up. I mean, he got fucked up, but he didn't get, like, hurt. Yeah. I, dude, listen, got fights, hurt. fight psychology is different, dude. Yeah. Combat sports psychology is something else. I mean... It's insane. You're going out there and get someone's trying to fucking put you to sleep. Yeah. One night every, Come as every, close to killing you as every three to nine months for three to ten years. Yeah. Somebody's trying to end you in the middle of the ring. So gotta be fucking crazy. I like the under. I just think it's gonna be a blitzkrieg. There's nowhere for these guys to go but stand in front of each other. Mm. Neither one of them is gonna try to shoot. Sean's not gonna get clipped and go, oh no. Let me get him to the grounds and try to choke him out. Mm, Neither I mean, he could. I Sean's not the kind of guy who's going to be like, oh, no, this is bad. Let me get on the ground. Yeah. Now, Almeida, maybe. But I don't think that – both of these guys are once they get there, they might – like Sean, I think, has one or two submission wins. Yeah, but he could – And Almeida him. has three. So, it's I mean, like – So, could, it's like they both have the ability to If they get down. there, you know. But the thing is, you need somebody to get to you To want there. to – to want if to go one there. guy, if both guys don't want to get down there, they're not going to get down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was not. You saw Aljo was begging Purion to get on the ground with them during that fight. Well, for obvious and reason, Purion want to do it. Now, there's not really an obvious reason for this, unless it's just strategy. Unless yeah. it's just one of them decides, hey, I'm going to work on my grappling game and beat him this way, just because stand up we're pretty even. But if I get a one leg up on him on the ground, I think if anybody in this fight. 
is going to try to get on the ground, it would be Almeida, but I don't think either one of them is going to. Yeah. I think Almeida, brown belt in jiu-jitsu, Sean O'Malley, purple belt. So, like, they both got some, you know, they're not scrubs on the ground. Okay. They could roll, but I just don't see either one of them making it their game plan. Okay. Over, under, two and a half going to the ground. You're taking the under? Two and a half shots or two and a half uh, actual exchanges on the ground? Two and a half actual ground exchanges. Yeah, like someone is locked in there. Under. Under? I'll go over and I'll put 15 with you right now. Okay. All right. There you go. Side bets. (laughs) Love a good side bet. So, I mean, I'm going to take Sean. I'm probably going to take Sean by knockout in the first round and throw the under one and a half rounds on there. I'll go big on the Sean fight. Yeah? Yeah. Well, what's his odds? He's like minus He's minus 315. 315. I might not take him in the straight up win unless I throw it in a two, three, or four fight parlay. But you might take him in. But I definitely will take that prop bet. I'll definitely, yeah, I'll I'll take the prop bet for sure. I just don't know if I'm going to take him with the odds straight up. Would you do TKO and decision? You can't parlay them, but you can... T- no, not to parlay. Well, obviously, you can't parlay. Yeah. I didn't even hear what you said. Decision no, and TKO. To, you yeah, could. You could if you wanted to. I mean, even then, the decisions get dicey because it's... You can bet on a split decision. You could bet on a majority decision. No, I'll just do that you sometimes could, if it's like... You could I, bet I, on this any win. decision. Yeah, if someone's a favorite and I think they're going to win, but not by decision. Who... Like uh, Usman. He was like, it was a favorite, but the odds on him winning by decision or knockout were enough to. Yeah, it was probably like plus 350 or yeah, something exactly. like that. So I just was able to take both of those and win something. So what about you? You you touching this fight, Sean O'Malley, Almeida, plus 255 for Almeida is a good turnaround. Yeah, but I think I might do that, those prop bets on Sean. Yeah, I think in the same way, it's fun. like it's like I'm rooting for you because you'll make the sport more exciting, more accessible to people. You make people more interested. Like altogether, these big personalities are kind of what's going to drive it in the future. Yeah. Like we did this type of thing, this many exciting fights week after week wasn't a thing before Connor and Ronda. Like, no, you, absolutely not. And it's kind of like to cross sports. It's like how people say, like, when the Yankees are good, baseball is good. You know, like it's yeah, better yeah. when the Knicks are good. It's mm-hmm. better for basketball when the Lakers are good and when the Knicks are good. And yeah. when they're not, it's just worse for basketball. Yeah. And that's just and when the Yankees suck, it's bad for baseball in the same way. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like if the fighters are boring and people don't care about the fighters, then they could put on fight of the year. Fifty mm-hmm. percent of your audience isn't going to buy the fight if they don't give a fuck about the people fighting. Yeah. It's that element of the the promo, the storytelling, the pro, the WCW WWF mm-hmm. aspect of it that puts asses in seats, and it took them this long to realize it. Like Connor and Nate throwing water bottles at each other. Yeah. Do you think the two of them don't know that we're just fucking adding an extra zero on the end of our check? By yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, of course. Where it got too far was Connor being Connor co- coked up and going to Brooklyn and throwing shit at the train. But what are you yeah. gonna do? It yeah. is what it is. Uh, Vicente Luque and Ty Woodley in the co-main event. Luque. Yeah, Luque's minus Luque. 240. Woodley's plus 200. Um, I'm going to take Luque one simple reason and one simple reason only. I'm fucking Ty Woodley. I'm talking to you. I'm sick of going to bat for you. <laughs> I'm sick of fucking falling on the sword for this guy, man. <laughs> fight in, fight out. 
for years now, it feels like I'm the only guy at the bar or at the party or the viewing session or in my room alone during COVID <laughs> talking about, no, Woodley's good. Woodley's that dude. He's exciting. He's not as boring as everyone thinks. And then I just keep watching him either get dusted, not even look like he wants to be in the octagon or dancing with the guy for five rounds or three rounds. And then it's boring. It's either boring or he gets dusted. That's all it's been in the last four or five years. Yeah. And there was a point where you could defend him. It's like, okay, he's he's boring. He fought Woodley twice, who was a karate specialist. No. No. Not Wo- Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Yeah. Woodley fought Wonder Boy. Yeah. Twice. Two times in a row. And either before the first Wonder Boy fight or after the second Wonder Boy fight, fight he fought um, his name, Brazilian guy, Damian Maia. Damian Maia. Damian yeah. Maia. Jiu-Jitsu specialist. Yeah. Yeah, those fights are going to go five rounds yeah. because one mistake and it's over. No, for you. I'm not concerned with his fighting style whatsoever. I think he's a very smart fighter and he plays who he's fighting. And that's, I mean, he wins. He knows how to win. But not lately. Not lately. Since he fought Usman, he forgot how to win. And there who was, was it? It was there Usman. Was, a couple- was it Burns? Or was it Leon Edwards? I think Leon smoked him. Okay. Because he didn't look good at all. He looked well, like he had forgotten couple, everything. There was a couple of fights that he just won as the champ because he didn't lose. Yeah. And you could argue that he didn't really win those fights. Like what was it against Till? He fought Till, right? Yeah. No, but He fought yeah. Till or am I making that up? He fought somebody before he lost the belt where it was like, yeah, he, he didn't lose. So he did, so he's not going to lose the yeah, belt. He never he got, really we never got fight. to see him versus Kobe, right? No. Let me see if he fought too. Yeah, he, no, he beat him by decision. I mean, by submission. Woodley did. Yeah, round wo- two. But round submission. two. Yeah, but that was 2018. Okay, so that's obviously not the fight I'm thinking of then. No, right, because when he fought till that was when I was like, oh, look, he's back, this and that. But I mean, it's it's always been more the same with Woodley for the last three, four, five years now. Yeah. The so, over under is two and a half rounds. Um, I want to oh, say no, Edward. he did fight Kobe. That's right. When did he fight Kobe? September. This past September is his last fight. And how did that yeah. perform? <laughs> TKO, rib injury. Oh, right. His rib yeah. popped. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, how, forget- how forgetful you are, Ty. Um, but before the fight before Usman was Till. You're right. But that was by submission. And then, yeah, Damian Maya, Stephen Thompson decision. Stephen Thompson, the first one was actually a draw. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh, and he and it was Gilbert Burns who beat him. Gilbert Burns did beat him. Yeah, smoked him. It was a unanimous decision. It was. A, I mean, I remember texting my friend who was a Woodley fan after that fight and being like, "I don't know if you boys got it anymore." Yeah, I I felt that way after the after his last fight. That's when I was like, "Man, I don't." Not the mm-hmm. rib injury fight. The one before that. That's the that's the one that the I, Gilbert Burns yeah, fight. He looked yeah. sick. He looked like it looked like guy, he didn't want to be in the octagon. It looked like his health wasn't all there. It just and I mean you you hear like specifically now I don't know if all these guys like this but you hear specifically Shab tell UFC stories about back in the day and he, he's like dude at least half of my fights I didn't want to be there yeah yeah it's like at least half of the fight and then he's like I remember going in against Travis Brown and he's like I'm on one end and they're like oh Big Brown Brendan Shab he's like and then they do Travis Brown mm. and I look at him and he's fucking screaming in another language at me. Dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> like this big scary ho he's Hawaiian right Travis yeah. Brown he's like this big scary Hawaiian fuck wants to come rip my head off he's like I don't even want to and he bounced my head off the mat twice <laughs> like, and then then me and Callan got in a cab and we came up with a plan for me to never have to do it again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah and dude. Travis Brown bounced his fucking head off the mat I've never oh actually seen god. that fight. oh he had him on his, flattened out on his back on his stomach Crucifix? Not crucifix, like oh, like, just knees, like you like, do to your little brother. Like guillotine, stomach down on the ground, oh. flattened out, fucking bang, 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 Donkey oh. Kong, dude. Travis Brown, 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 Brennan, Brennan Schaub, Travis Brown. So, um, Tyron, how do we think that's gonna go? Is the question? Is he just? I think. Oh wait, hold on. Oh yeah, here we go. What is he? Oh, yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. Sorry, dude. It's going to be rough for you. <laughs> now, I, I can't remember if it was that. I think it was either the Travis Brown fight or another fight where he got smoked. Like a week before the fight, he was sparring with, um, forget the guy's name, another big heavyweight. Fucking big, like big Tim Means, maybe. I forgot who it was. Uh -huh. He, Shab got knocked out in sparring in training camp like 10 days before the fight. He said, I walked into the octagon concussed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pre-fight concussed. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah that's not so good. So you never know what's going on with these guys and nobody wants to show up in the middle of their career and be like, well, yeah. actually, yeah. I broke my fucking jaw uh, seven days ago and yeah. I didn't really want to be in there. Well, but... unfortunately, that's, how not, do, that's not how we How do I think it's going to go? I I just have a weird feeling it's going to be one of these slow, drawn-out fights. This is a three-rounder, right? Co-main event, no yeah, title on the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, So I, I got a feeling it might be at least 12 minutes of moving around until eventually he gets dusted. Uh -huh. But I don't see this going well for Woodley at all. Yeah. I really don't know how to call it. Like I, I One parlay that I liked was Sugar Sean, Luke, and Nganu. And that was plus two twenty four. Okay. So I didn't, you know, I mean, you got three favorites, one in descending. Again, who's the favorite? Yes. Wow, look at that. One so how do you think it's gonna go? And then we'll get into the the main event. The tyrant fight. Yeah. Uh, Much of the same. Dude, yeah. I mean, I think Luke is just gonna get some points and hit him, get him by decision. I think, yeah. I, I mean, think it's gonna be a slow burn, but. The blueprint for beating him has kind of been proven, right? Avoid that right hand early. Get him yeah. tired until yeah. he doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I'm sorry. And look, I'm not calling you out as a man. I mean, maybe he hasn't been training nearly as hard for the last few fights, you know. I mean, granted, you know, maybe he gets beat by Usman. I never really saw him beating Usman anyway. Usman and Kobe, to me, are two very tough fucking fights. So, like, I never really saw him beating either of those guys. But... Which so, is just another that's two out of the three and, losing streak. But that's also a perfectly fine re like answer for the question of who did he beat when he was the champ? Because yeah. a lot of guys who had a problem with him said that he duck fights, he didn't fight often, oh. and he wasn't fighting big. And then he fights Marty Usman, then he fights Kobe, and now he's fighting Leon and Gilbert. Marty, Marty Usman, Ben <laughs> Pen Askren calls him that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, but that's the other thing too. It, ben Askren said, remember when Ben Askren said he was going to slap the fuck out of Marty Usman? He said he was going to slap the shit out of him. Uh -huh. Really, dude? Yeah, I know. You're fighting not. one of the Paul brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I think if Tyron, like the only reason, um, so like, I, 
not going to pick Tyron is because of the Gilbert Burns fight. It's the only reason. I've lost too much money betting looked, on Tyron. And that's he looked it. bad. I'm really? not going to make the same mistake for like the fifth time. Yeah. I can't have it happen. No, no. She'll fool me once. No, yeah. So main event time, Stipe Miocic, America's hero. Yes. Firefighter. Man. Modelo's spokesman. Yeah. Spokesman <laughs> of Modelo. When he's not training to fight other men in their underwear, he's putting he's out cracking fucking, one with the boys. He's putting out fires, saving lives, and probably cracking a few with the boys, <laughs> yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah, hanging out with Machine Gun Kelly. Greatest heavyweight of all time. Yes. Undisputed. Yeah. Undisputed. Most decorated. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to play the time machine argument and uh, talk about some of these older guys, we can't do that. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> as far as accomplishments and his decorations, he's the greatest heavyweight ever. Francis Ngannou, scariest fucking man on the planet. Yes. Currently the scary. I, when, when Brock. Great story, by the way. He was on Rogan recently. Have you heard that? No. Fucking inspiring. It's crazy. Grew up well, yeah, very it, poor. I mean, you know where yeah, grew up I've heard roughly. That. Yeah. And then, but his story about how he got out of there, they were like smuggled in like, in like an oil truck, but like <laughs> had to hang on or else they'd fall out. It was fucking crazy. And it was like a day long drive. Get to America, baby. Yeah. Get yeah. to America. Well, he went to France. From where? From wherever in Africa he was. Mm. Yeah. So Syria, Libya, something like that. Yeah. One so of <laughs> one of them countries. So, um, but yeah, now the strongest punching power recorded at the UFCPI. I believe it. Yeah. When him and Lesnar, when when Lesnar did that thing where he got in the octagon, when it like no one knew what he was going to do with his WWE contract, oh, yeah. and man, would I love to see those two men fight? What is I it? Think, Francis Ngannou, the piece of shit. Yeah, he's saying something. Miochi, the piece of shit, just came in, cut a quick promo on everybody, and then never out. came back. Yeah, well, <laughs> that Vin, was his Vin, last walk Vince was probably like, yeah, Brock, look, I get it. You want to go. I think you could kick those guys. Brock, I'm telling you, I think you could <laughs> kick their ass too. How's 15 million sound? Uh, oh, he's, that's he's his the, contract? I, dude, he gets a million dollars in appearance. <sighs> Minimum. Wow. Doesn't even have to wrestle for it. Yeah. <laughs> Highest paid WWE athlete. But that's neither here nor there. And Ganu is minus 130. Mm-hmm. Minus 130 favorite, Stipe plus 110. So very close to even. Yes. Probably going to break to even by Saturday. Yeah. We're doing this on Wednesday right now. So, I mean, if you like Nganu, probably get it in. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Nganu, Stipe. If you like Stipe, get it in now. If you like Nganu, probably wait. Wait. Oh, wait. Wait it out. You might get even money on that. Yeah. And the over-under is a round and a half as well. That one definitely crushed the over. It's a five-round fight. Uh-huh. We've seen these guys go the distance before. You were there. Yeah. You guys all went to see it in person. I mean, we. I mean, if you're rooting for Ngannou, you don't want it to go the distance. No? No. If you're rooting for Ngannou, you probably don't want it to go the distance. Mm-hmm. But do you really – are you going to hemorrhage yourself by losing two bets at – <laughs> You know, like just because. So if you have the knockout, this is the way that you can kind of hedge these sort of bets because you can't really hedge UFC bets, especially prop bets. Yeah. But if you bet on Anganu to win by knockout, mm-hmm. 
then it's like you're covering yourself by taking the over because you're assuming that's gonna happen. If he knocks him out, he's gonna knock him out in the first round. Yeah. And then if it goes over and he knocks him out in the third round, you still double down that way. So what do you what do you think is actually gonna happen here? What's the strategy? Uh, I think it's gonna. If I mean, if I'm Francis, the strategy is throw fucking Hulk smash, dude. What you think it's just that? I, I, I mean, think it's stuff some takedowns. You're gonna have to stuff some clinch, takedowns. Tire him you out. You can't fight this man scared. I though. think it's tire him out and then fucking find the opening. I don't. I don't know if part of anybody's plan should be trying to tire Steve Miocic out. No, yeah, you're right. That sounds dumb. Yeah, I think, <laughs> like you said, dude, the first punch has the most power. Yeah. Every punch after that loses some. Yeah. You want to put him down early. <laughs> I think, and it's crazy to say, but I think Ngannou really does want to put him down early. He does, but he'd still have knockout power in the later rounds. No, he'll carry the knockout power through, but it's not like, yeah, the cardio will get him there. What is Stipe doing to him between now and then? Mm -hmm. He's still going to have that knockout power if Stipe fucking bounces his head off the mat a couple of times? Is he still going to have that knockout power if Stipe holds him on the ground for three rounds like we saw him do in Boston? Yeah, so that's going to, I mean... You can't. Well, that's you can't this knock fight, anybody out if your arms are being held down. Two ways that this fight is going to go, and that's how it went already, or how we thought it was going to go the first time. <laughs> well, those are the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, know? it's either going to be a vicious first round knockout one way or the other. Yeah, or a long drawn out tactical heavyweight battle that goes the distance. Yeah, and someone's going to be upset with the decision regardless. Yeah. Does somebody does Stipe retire after this? After a, uh, hmm. or does he stick around I and want, wait for I want to say Derek st- Lewis and John Jones to get a shot? He does not take Derek Lewis again. I don't think he's going to take a Derek Lewis fight. Mm-hmm. If he wins, I think if he loses, he should probably just go out. I think he should go out either way. I think he's done enough. I he's think a if great he fighter. wins, he might hang on for John because John is like the. There's a couple of fights. If, in, no, there's a couple you, of fights in the UFC that are going to put money in your pocket. It's yes. John. It's Connor. It's Nunez. Oh well, okay. So in terms of pay per view buys, if it's for the money, then fight John. But if it's well, and also legacy, if you just want to go out legacy on wise. I know you don't fight John. Well, you just legacy wise fighting John. Unless he he's like I'm gonna fuck up John. Well, here's my thing, legacy wise, fighting John. And every- we we spoke about this in terms of Izzy. I don't know if we spoke about it in terms of Stipe as much last time, but fighting John is the ultimate legacy builder because John Jones is the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. That across all weight classes, pound for pound, greatest to ever do it. The only person who could ever beat John Jones was John Jones. Yeah. Fuck DC. DC yeah, knows it. Dealer. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows DC can never beat him. Don't care. Yeah. That's it. It's over. So with that being said, what's there to lose? Mm-hmm. You lose to John Jones. So did 30 other people. Mm-hmm. You beat John Jones. Now, Man, you're that now what are record. we talking about? Now, now what guy. are we talking about? Yeah. You know, you're already the greatest heavyweight ever. Yeah. Now John Jones comes in and you smack him around. Now John's a little older. John's had some issues. Mm-hmm. He almost lost a couple of fights that fight against him. Um, He's thrown off by the weight class. So light heavyweight guy. DC goes, hey, I beat John Stipe. Stipe beat John. I'm going to come back and fight John again. Nah, DC's done. I don't know. DC, DC's done. <laughs> so I think if he could get John, he would probably hold out for it. But I don't know if he wants to hold up the division. 
What do you mean? Like if like I don't think he's gonna hold up the division to wait to try to get a fight with John because if John if the plan is no no well if the, the plan is for Izzy and John to fight in December, I don't think that's gonna happen. Then John's not gonna fight. Why is John so big right now? He's I don't think John has any plans of fighting Izzy in December. Well, John wants to fight a heavyweight. Exactly. Which is so why would he fight Izzy? So look, so if they can get that fight in December, yeah. Then, then now this Stipe is all sticks assuming Stipe sticks around. Stipe, I mean, okay. I think John wants the winner of this fight regardless, and I think either way it'll be a good fight. I don't think he should want any part of Nganu. Who, John? Yeah. I want to see John fight Nganu. I just... That's the one. John didn't have a lot of knockout power at 205. And knockout power. Yeah. He's had knockout precision. Yeah. He's had knockout creativity. Yeah. He doesn't... He's very smart. Yeah. It's hard to beat him because you're not going to outstrike him and very few are going to outwrestle him. Mm-hmm. But the power at 205 was never really top-notch. Now you're going up to heavyweight where these guys are 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds heavier than you. Now, I don't know how much weight he put on, but putting on Dude, the weight. he's got to be like 240. Even Okay, he's going to be 240. How much power is he going to add? Yeah. He fought his whole career at 205. He barely had power there. Yeah. You know? Also, he's going to be slower. If he was sleeping. If, Actually, I mean, he looked fucking good in the mitts. He looked if, fast. If you told me Jan Blachowicz was going to go up to heavyweight, I would, and he gained an extra 30 pounds, I would tell you, watch out for that guy's bomb of a right hand. Yeah. But I just don't know if it's going to... Now, we've never seen him fight a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. So maybe he shows up and flatlines somebody and we all shut our mouths. And he's still the greatest of all time, John Jones. But we haven't seen it, so you're going to speculate on it. And it's the obvious thing to pick apart is he does have a lack of knockout power. But his fight IQ is so much beyond... Well, I always said he, if he just got a hand on Izzy, he would just – that would be it. If yeah. I got one hand – the way Khabib gets a hand on an angle and just suffocates you. Yeah. He gets a hand on any part of Izzy, he's just going to suffocate him. Mm-hmm. Man. So I don't know if he can do that to Stipe. Who, John? Yeah. Okay, so you think that Stipe could overpower John? Well, there's not – you're talking about things being equal. Well, he, okay, so here's the thing. When you're talking Stipe about- wasn't able to toss around D.C., so right, but John yeah. was. Yeah, John picked John him up and slammed at, him at multiple times at two o five. Yeah, they, Stipe never fought DC at two o five. Yeah, correct. Stipe fought DC when he was bigger. Yes. So I'm saying John was able to throw him around at two o five. We never saw John fight DC at. But we at saw, but we saw DC handle Stipe. Right. I'm not talking about Stipe. I'm talking about John. We know that John yeah. could throw Stipe around at two o five. We don't know if he could throw Stipe. No, but we uh, saw John could throw. DC around the 205. But DC was able to handle Stipe at heavyweight. Yeah, no, that uh, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying we don't know if John would have been able to handle DC at heavyweight is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So you're yeah, saying it's not a fair argument to say because DC you're saying DC that his go- strength even though he got a lot bigger, his strength may have not quite with John 100% got there. Yeah. I feel like it's all muscle he packed on. And I'm also well, I haven't seen him. Who knows? You don't know. You don't, I haven't you seen know. him in person. I just see his before and after. So I, I see how much weight he's lifting all, on his Instagram. For all I know, he could have added it almost all in muscle, and he's faster than he's ever been, and he's punching harder than he's ever hit. Fucking, I guarantee. And he's throwing people, most of that's muscle. And maybe he can just fucking grab Stipe in an underhook and make him his fucking bitch like he's made done to millions of other people. I don't know. You convinced me. John beats anyone at heavyweight. That's there that. you go. 
<laughs> Whatever that fight happens, he's winning. To be clear here, though, Nganu or Stipe? I don't think Either. we made a pick. No, I mean for the fight on Saturday. Oh, well, okay. I told myself when this fight was happening, if it's at the apex, I'm going Nganu. It makes a lot of sense. It does. I, but you know what doesn't make sense in that scenario? Clinching. Yeah. That's when things change. It's going to be. But I'm still uh, picking Nganu. And this is just a promise I made myself a month ago. If it was anywhere else, I would have said Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If it goes to even money, I'm all over it for gambling. We're talking about gambling purposes. Yes. If it goes to even money, I'm all over it. I'll pick the prop and Ganu. Well, I'd probably the prop bet on the knockout. Yeah. I would probably prop that Ngannou on the knockout regardless. The reg, just as the, the line goes, just as the odds go, if it gets to even money, I'm probably going to want to take Ngannou because you've given me even money when yeah. it, it, you were taking money just yeah. three short days ago. So I guess Ngannou. Your logic I guess is the crazy. Pick, dude, you have, to, <laughs> you have to look at gambling logic like that. Like I don't think so. <laughs> You'll pick an underdog just because he's an underdog. So why well, pick a favorite because true. his odds are better? Well, because you get better you get better money on it. No, yeah, but because his odds are from one thirty to one ten. Well, would go Difference of no if it, if it goes from minus one thirty to even money. Oh, you're oh, oh still all right. It's yeah, it's whatever. And Ganu, I guess, is the pick. It just it makes me feel uncomfortable making the pick right now. I don't you know because you want to yeah. say Stipe, but well, he's 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 the fighter. He's the guy. He's the American guy, but Ngannou's like the world guy. You just... He's a Cinderella story, bro. This is like he needs to get over the hump, right? Like if if, if he loses this fight... He's Cinderella man. If Ngannou loses this fight and Stipe winds up either fighting John or not, but he's only got one fight left and then retiring, no matter what, just like DC never beat John, Ngannou is going to have never beaten Stipe, Right? Like, if Stipe wins and then if retires? If Stipe wins this fight, he's yeah. not going to fight Ngano again because we agree on that. He's yeah. going to do, yeah. do Jones and then retire. Yeah. So then Ngano, no matter what, going forward, yeah. has you never beat Stipe. Mm -hmm. The only reason you're the champ is because Stipe walked away. But then he's got to beat John, which won't happen. So. Well, yeah, that's assuming John sticks around. That's assuming John decides to actually do anything I'm, I'm, with all I'm that doing weight. it. I'm going to lock in my pick on Ngano. Boom. Big ol' right hand, taking the dome off. That's how you're thinking it. Big old swooping over the top. Oh, you think over the top? Over the top. I'm thinking Alistair Overeem replay. Stipe's low. He's gonna be low. He's a low man. Stipe's gonna like like faint for a takedown, and and Ghana's gonna be like, "Cool, watch this." Bang, dude. Mm -hmm. See you never. Mm -hmm. So right. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah, good uh, night of fights. We got to figure out how we're going to uh, view them. Get more. Get I'm getting more vaccinated that day. I think uh, I might have bitch. to be. Might have to be home. I might be sick. Might be by my lonesome. Yeah. All right. Well, it is. If I'm is. not, if I'm feeling good, I'll come out. All right. I think that's all we got for today, right? Yeah, unless you want to talk about the one FC fight. No. Championship. I don't need up. to talk about one fight club. I'm all set. I don't know. You got Anthony Rumble Johnson versus Yoel Romero. It's pretty exciting. 
Yeah. Cool, dude. Cool. I'm Two just, old I'm guys. Excited. I didn't even know we all got cut from UFC. Yeah, yeah. He's like 40. Whatever. 44. That was our. That was I'm our. 44 years old. That was our UFC. Rumble Johnson, I'm coming for you. <laughs> that was our UFC 260 show. We'll, uh, Bolivar, I love you. We'll see you next month. <laughs>